0: I've been pre recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on September 5th, 2016. How's it going? Huh? How was your Labor Day? Oh, the year's almost over. Where did the summer go? Oh, boy. It was like it just started and now it's poop gone. But I like autumn. Autumn's fun. It's my fa- autumn's my favorite. Fall is my favorite season. Pumpkin spice lattes, much? <laughs> Shut up. No one actually likes it any more than any other kind of latte or or whatever. It's so dumb. Ugh. I said this on Twitter the other day. I think it's speaking of, think, speaking of lattes. I don't know why I go to Starbucks. It's two feet away from my house. I mean, that's the main reason. But it's so overpriced. I mean, if I had to choose between that and Dunkin' Donuts, it's obviously better coffee. But for cost-effectiveness, I don't know. You should just make coffee at home. But every time I go there... My, the, the 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 procedure is I go to the drive through and you know it has to be some sort of some fucking song and dance oh what can, do you, tell me what's going on what can I get started for you to shut up just hey welcome to Starbucks what can I help you with is that that difficult and then you know I order what I order and then you know they I they say it and I just say thanks and I close my window and just repeat the price to myself seven eighty five you need to get to the window. <laughs> Here's that hot latte ordered, huh? There you go, pal. What is this performance? Shut up. You can't be that happy working at Starbucks. It's a fraud. It's a phony. You're a fake. Stop it. And there's your spinach feta cheese wrap. You like that? Boy, that's a good one. That's even started. Shut up. Don't care. Stop. I don't come here for conversation. I'm not that much of a loner loser. I mean, I'm kind of, am, but not that much. Anyways, what was I talking about? Pumpkin spice lattes. It's all fraud. No one actually likes them. There we go. All right. Anyways. So, I don't have a ton to talk about, and I know when I say that, it usually goes about 30 minutes, but I really don't. The topics are bare, bare, bare minimum. Bare, bare, bare minimum. How was your Labor Day, by the way, huh? Do you go to those parties? Cookouts, on uh, Memorial Day is the first one. Labor Day is the last one. Oh, where does the time go? Did that guy wear those Star Spangled Banner, you know, shorts? Did he kneel? If he did, he's a hero. No, 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 he's a creep. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a monster. No, no, no. He's more heroic than any hero that's ever walked the face of the earth. Maybe it's kind of somewhere in between. Oh, you're just you, even Steven. You know, you grow a backbone. We'll talk about that. <laughs> just, there's nothing more that I like talking about than Colin Kaepernick, you know, for the what, what we on, third year of this. Oh, God, have put, got put a bullet in my head. So, uh, yeah, Labor Day, huh? I spent my Labor Day at Oakland Coliseum. Yes, CC Sabathia, for all those years that I put in labor, ruined my Labor Day this year. So thank you very much. What a performance. The numbers don't even give it, And I like CC. Maybe you should stop doing... Maybe you should spend more time pitching and less time doing podcasts. Huh? R2C2 very much. Yeah. Decent little podcast. CC laughs too much. But I do like and something about it. It's like seeing the... the. It's like seeing your your teacher at the grocery store when you're a kid. It's like, whoa, you're not supposed to do that. But hearing like a player just like conversationally swear, like a baseball player, like just... And it's just like, whoa, he swears too. It's a little weird, but uh, it's it's a decent podcast. I like it. But uh, man, that 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 one bat that batter he who you, he walked somebody on four straight pitches to uh, walk in a run. Those are, that, those are some of the worst four pitches I've ever seen in my life. They're bouncing all over the place. I just said this is not the game for CC. Pat crowd there in Oakland. Every game is like a World Cup game. It was like Vuvuzela's going off and there's a band going and they had some bald asshole there. Yeah, bald asshole Larry David. Bald asshole named Crazy George. I don't know if this is—he's this is, a regional guy or if I'm not old enough. But apparently, he started um, the wave uh, in 1981. He's just a bald idiot who, who who has a has had some. I think he just hit a tambourine or, or no, he had a, it was like a some sort of drum that he held in his. I don't know nothing about drums, but he'd hit it and he just kept making all these dumb noises. He's like a more obnoxious and you hate him. He's definitely if I like, remember Freddie says in Yankee Stadium, Freddie says it's, it's if his Freddie says had a kid who who's, obviously needs like Ritalin or something. It's basically that Freddie says just went there, held a sign. You know, he hit his 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 frying pan and, you know, he just smiled and everyone took pictures with him. this guy is just everyone. Look at me. I am here for everyone. The A's are secondary. I'm a big. Bald asshole! I'm Crazy George. Everyone around me seemed to know him, so he must be somebody. that like, "Oh, look, Crazy George is here." It's just like, "Oh God, what?" He's selling TVs. Crazy George, Leapin' Larry, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about Leapin' Larry and Jerry on the side. Belt. Yeah. Uh, so, but obviously, we know the score. There was a six-three. And some annoying women behind us. And my wife said, "If you talk about the women on the podcast, do not call them broads." So I will not call these women broads. Uh they were very annoying though. They were the kind of uh women, not even they were the kind of fans that basically, you know, it, 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 it's two nothing count and then there's a strike. two nothing. You know, th- there's no reaction whatsoever and then there's a strike. And it's
1: like, "Yeah!" Whoa!
0: It's like, okay, let's, let's, you know, this is not Game 7 of the World Series. Let's, even in Game 7 of the World Series, you wouldn't be that insane about a strike in the second inning on a 2-0 count, you know, with one out, with nobody on. Like, let's relax. But it's just like total Little League parent, like, comments. Like, yeah, that's right. He didn't want any part of that. That's right. That's right. He he ran right through him. Right? Oh, yeah, that's right. He'll, Come on, strike this guy out. Yeah, yeah. One more strike and we got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Be quiet. If you're going to say stuff, say say crude and offensive things. I don't want this rah-rah, like you're you're tough. Oh come on, yeah! Look how hard he hit that one. That one went all the way over the fence. Let's let's get him around. Come on, home run right here. Home run, Matt. Oh, shut up. Just just shut up. The good thing about it is there's so many goddamn people at the game that when they went up to go to the concession stand, they'd be back in like two innings. The problem was when I need to go to the concession stand it was the same thing. Uh that stadium is not built for a capacity crowd, we'll put it that way. That has to be hell. For a football game. Holy Christ. I mean, what were there? 40,000 people there? I mean, it was absolutely insane. Maybe I'm just getting spoiled with these new stadiums. But, like, you could barely walk. I mean, if you got up, you were going to miss minimum inning and a half. You can't do that! they the, the new parks, Mikey! They don't... <laughs> If you've never seen Mike and the Mad Dog argue about Yankee Stadium Part 1, I've still never seen Part 2. Um, Please look that up on YouTube. You will completely understand. Like, the new parks versus the old parks. You know? It is... It's classic.
1: You know, you said it was unsafe, and you know what? It is unsafe. Uh, here's the bottom line. You what can't a... go to the bathroom, dog, during the game. It takes five innings. You have to figure out. I understand that. Well, that's um, not the case of Fenway Park. I, I, I it takes two minutes to go to the bathroom. But two minutes. Take you five minutes. Yes, it does. Uh, Yankee Stadium? No, at Fenway Park, it well, takes two hours. Mike, we're talking about Yankee Stadium here. It can take a while to oh, go to the a... Oh, yes, I it can. What are you, nuts? Absolutely. Yankee Stadium? Absolutely, Absolutely, Absolutely. Can. can. Mike, I mean, Absolutely. I have don't been tell to tell 100 playoff games there. I have had no. Hey, going to the let bathroom me tell you something. For 112 games in 12 years, well, you if you something. think there's a line there, yeah. you're not waiting the same lines uh, I'm waiting. Well, at. I'll tell you something. That guy's
0: 19. That could go on for 10 minutes. I could continue playing that. It's it's just madness. Talking about it, it, insanity. So much about the seats and going to the bathroom. But I mean, that that was an issue the other day. So whatever. Speaking of bathrooms, I mean the Oakland Coliseum, uh, Ricky Henderson Park, OCO2 Coliseum uh, 2.0, whatever. Um, has been notorious about their plumbing issues there. You know a few years ago that uh it wasn't during a game, but uh the uh, plumbing backed up in the dugouts and there was a brown layer of uh let's uh, shit uh everywhere. So so I was in the uh bathroom and you know it's old school. I mean it's not old like Fenway or or Wrigley Field, but it's old enough where maybe they were trying to like pretend to be old, but they they got the troughs there. They got the troughs. Which again I never liked the troughs. I it, it's you know what, what are we doing here? It's so primitive and archaic. Yeah, just whip it out. All piss in the same hole. And, you know, it all goes to the same place, right? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so there was one trough there. And I don't even know, where the hell do you find these things? Uh, you know, what's that pretzel place they have at, like, the airport? Auntie, uh... Auntie Annie's, right? Auntie Annie's. And they have, like, the lemonade or the iced tea. And it's in those machines where it's, like, continually dispensing. That's what one of these uh, troughs was doing. It was like continually, it was full of water. It was full of water. Uh, and it was continually dispensing. The only thing that was, the the thing that was most concerning about the water continuing to dispense, it was a bright yellow, meaning it was piss. I don't know if I need to clarify that for some people, but I did. So I, I was, I said, all right, I don't want to go near there because I might get the splashback effect. And, I'm really, I don't like my own piss on me, not a big fan of a mixture of other people's piss on me. That's that's just the way I am. Listen, maybe I'm a prude, maybe I'm a little out there, not my back, alright, not my back. So I go to the one next to it, and no one's around me, whatever, and I'm, you know, I'm turning in a certain way so no one can see me and uh, all of me being exposed uh, in the world. But, uh so I, I see this, and I'm like, I, I look to my left and I see that, you know, get to the goddamn point, alright, so... I see the piss dispenser, Auntie Annie, whatever, and I'm like, let me take a picture of this, get a few retweets on Twitter because, uh, you know, I'm a huge phony fraud like everyone else. And I get my – so I'm pissing there trying to go to the side, also in my hand trying to get the phone out. And then I see in the corner of my eye a guy going to the piss dispensing one ready to let loose and I'm like put that phone away that is the last thing I want hey you see that Yankee fan over there with his Yankee j- the one time a year I wear my Yankee jersey uh yeah he was trying to take a picture of my dick while I was pissing yeah so I, I quickly nipped that one in the bud um so <laughs> didn't want any part of that one but uh yeah so it was a it was a pretty shitty game the 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 A's f- <laughs> it is funny you go to a baseball game it's so easy on tv to To be able to judge fly balls, um, but I tell you, it's a lot harder at the ballpark. Sometimes you, you know, a guy who's "Yes, oh yeah, yeah, he hit that one right in there." What about that Luke Voigt, huh? Huh? Making Greg Bird look like a pile of puke, which he is, by the way. Wonderful, wonderful, Greg Bird, you are, and and you can see how happy Greg Bird is about Luke Voit's uh, uh, success. Boy, he looks like a miserable son of a bitch, and you know what? He should be. He's a bad baseball player. Prove me wrong, Greg. Prove me wrong. Work on it in the, po- in, the in the off season, not in the postseason. God no, do not work on it there. Who? But Luke Floyd, I just saw him. Uh, he's a big boy, huh? He is a he is a big big boy. He uh, I saw him just on Twitter lifting uh, like it was, looked like 120 pounds or so. How how much is the bar? 20 pounds? About 110 pounds with one hand. You know the actual like bench pressing it. I, I didn't understand the point of it, but it, it shows you're strong. Uh, very cool. Yeah, I like it. Very cool. Had the time of my life trying to get a Uber out of that place. Oh my God, oh boy, what what a shit show that was! I was getting so pissed. They, I guess they 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 blocked the Ubers from actually coming into the area there in the Open Coliseum, and you know there there are so many Yankee fans there. So I was I was shooting it with a bunch of the Yankee fans there. Not not that much because I was kind of in a pissy mood. But you know we're talking. Uh, 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 uh. That was the conversation. It really didn't go anywhere. We were just mumbling in that way. But uh, I was just getting so stressed, and I haven't smoked a cigarette in so long. And this guy's next to me, an A's fan, and he's waiting. Everyone was having the same issue. These Ubers kept saying, yeah, three minutes. And then uh, that continued forever. And then they'd cancel. Like, seven people canceled. I mean, we had to walk out of the stadium to the BART station, which, you know, you get a little dicey uh, out on the road there in the the BART station. BART station itself, okay, all right. But, you know, get out on the road to get a better uh, Uber uh, connection. Yeah, let's say. Wanted the cars to get there quickly. Put it that way. Oakland, I'll tell you, Oakland is something that I I grew up with. What too short talking all the time about, and I thought it was just this disgusting place. And there are terrible places, but there's some beautiful places to Oakland. It's it's really amazing. It really it's really amazing. But uh, but I back to I'm talking to the A's fan. He's asking me about Judge. I'm like, yeah, I think he's supposed to swing a bat. Whatever. I'm not in the mood. And he lights up a cigarette. And man, I smelt that smoke, and it. I said, "Oh, I'm stressed about this." I mean, we waited for a good hour until we had decided to walk over to the BART station. That cigarette man, he and his girlfriend were smoking, and it was going through my body. And I was going to ask, "Hey, pal, hey, bud, mind if I bum a smoke?" And I didn't. I wow, Brian, boy, just (laughs) restraint of the year. Wow, you should go talk at AA and NA, huh? Wow, look at you. I don't know. It, it felt it felt right to ask, but it felt so wrong. If that means anything, so I was actually thinking about maybe going tonight to the game on Wednesday here, but the fact that it starts in a minute is definitely going to be uh, problematic. But anyways, so that's that's my experience there. So the Yankees, uh, Luke Voigt, thank you very much. I mean, Severino's pitch. The- Listen, they're, 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 they don't look like the second best team in Major League Baseball, but they're holding it together. I mean, and I know people love to. And Aaron Boone's uh, ejection the other week, uh, the other day, was great. I, I really, everyone loves the. It, I guess, I guess this isn't new. This has been going on for years. People love to shit on the manager when it's convenient. When it's not, it's like, well, yeah, he's 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 doing all right. When they're losing, boy, he and it's all about like the cliche fucking words. He's just not pushing the right buttons. Yeah, he's really got to motivate this team. You know, it just. Manager doesn't make that many decisions, guys. I, I know you think they do, but they don't. It's the same reason Joe Torre was, you know, kind of a loser his whole life. Do you think he instantly became a great manager when he came to the Yankees? It's almost like, it's almost like this. It's almost like, it's almost like it's about the players. <laughs> I mean, right? Am I right? It's fucking crazy. See, man, nah, nah. Hey, David Ortiz—that's what I was going to talk about um, with the gambling thing—but that story kind of died down. The book coming out that David Ortiz was uh, friends with a gambler, arrested on federal charges at David Ortiz's house, and uh, what was the other thing? And th- that he was betting on the against the Red Sox. It just—and then I heard the guy talk at uh, WEI, and yeah, it didn't do a very good job of selling his book, and he really didn't. Uh, you know, establish himself with any conviction about any of the charges in the book. So a former Boston cop, I don't know, very odd. And that story kind of died. Like talk about buzz for a book. It was about two days old and that was gone. So that is something that uh, I no longer care about. Uh, Let's see the LeBron barbershop thing. I haven't even watched it. You know, you know what LeBron's barbershop is? First of all, it's phony. I mean, first of all, can you imagine the last time LeBron James went to a barbershop or, or, or John Stewart went to a barbershop? Those guys come. Those guys have people come to their house and give them seven hundred dollar haircuts. All right. So let, let let's stop. Like it's all about the neighborhood shit. First of all, why is John Stewart there? All right. I mean, give me a break. You're kind of like Ali in a sense, and everyone's like, yep, yep. The problem I have with it is, first of all, they're drinking wine, and I saw what's his name was so upset, Jason Whitlock, about about the swearing going on. You know, I kind of I kind of agreed with some of Whitlock's rant, but. You're really that upset that grown men are swearing. It's, it's the, the I, I don't, I, the, we didn't just come over on the Mayflower and we're going to Puritan. I was going to say Puritan school. We're not Puritans. I, you know, damned language will is fine with me. It really doesn't bother me as you've noticed on this fucking podcast. So the thing with LeBron is there's nothing edgy about LeBron James. Now, LeBron, I will give him credit. It seems like the last few years, he's definitely given back to the community in a sense, take a larger role. He built that school, even though, you know, listen, I know the, the, the image out there is that he built this school, all his own money. You know, it's not true. Most of the tax taxpayers pay for most of it, but listen, he contributed money, which is more than most athletes do more than most celebrities do in that sense. All right. So he was played a part in it. So I give him credit in that sense. Um, But there's like he made this this comment and, and and John Stewart said it's like you really put it all on the line to, you know, express your views and LeBron's like, yeah, I had to decide. Well I just didn't give a fuck anymore. You know, it's like, what controversial thing has LeBron James ever done? He says he is just like every other person where they stick their finger in the air and see which way the wind's blowing. Jimmy Train a special. I mean I, I heard somebody say, well, you know, he's the president attacked him. Don't you think that's a... The president attacks everyone. He's not a normal human. This isn't a normal president. You know, if it were Barack Obama or George W you pick any other goddamn president. Donald Trump, Donald Trump insults everyone every single day of his life. That's not it, that, That's not an exaggeration. So for LeBron James to think that that's like edgy, that, that entire barbershop thing, the clips that I've seen, I saw older episodes too. You know what it is? It's basically like the mentions in his replies. It's all like, you're the best, LeBron. LeBron, great call. I love you, LeBron. LeBron, can I tell you how great you are? I mean, it's just, like, but it's not just LeBron. It's like any any celebrity with a ton of followers. There's no actual, you know, disagreement or, or contention or whatever. It's all just ask ass-kiss- kissing and attaboys. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, so to say that that that's that's some sort of edgy thing, that's that's completely, it's, it's fraudulent. So, again, I don't want to shit on LeBron in that sense. Because, first of all, like I said, I didn't even watch the thing. Um, But I mean, obviously, all black barbershop—you gotta have John Stewart there. I mean, because, <laughs> duh. I mean, because John Stewart's totally irrelevant in 2018 too. He's another guy I liked until—and I know the Daily Show was. Daily Show was before Twitter, and it was before everything was so goddamn political. You know that—that's—that's that's what it was. And then it became political, and I just don't like John Stewart anymore. These political comedians—it's—it's it's too much for me. It's too much. I don't know. Eh, 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 that's me. That's me. I guess I just don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> Speaking of political comedy, our our great president, uh, a lot lot, a lot of shit going on right now. Uh, I see that the New York Times, uh, an anonymous op-ed, which listen, that's like the anonymous sources in the locker room that don't like somebody, uh, says that he is a senior advisor, or she, he or she, is a senior advisor in the Trump White House, and he's part of the resistance, and he is trying to stop Donald Trump at all costs. Um, of course, this might be true. I have my doubts. Uh, I kind of like for it to be true in the sense that this guy is nuts, and they're and they're trying to make him not go completely insane, uh, or his insanity affect the country in a sense. I I have my doubts with this Bob Woodward book coming out at the same time. What next week seems a little too convenient, honestly. That's I have an issue. And then I hear people people say. <laughs> Yeah, It's kind of back to my, my previous point. You hear some people saying, boy, Trump really jumped on that one. Must be an issue. Do you realize how fucking crazy that guy is? He jumps on everything. He jumps on people if they don't praise him enough. So you think he's not going to jump at someone making an accusation like that? The, the, I love people trying to like psychoanalyze Trump as like all the time. Well, well, he means this. This is why he's doing this. Don't you see it's part of a strategy? It's not part of a strategy. I'd say 90% of the shit he does, there's no strategy involved. I'm sorry. I, you can tell me that. I don't believe it though. But the people say, I go, yeah, the Walls are closing in. You could see, look how quickly he jumped on that. He jumps on everything. The man is constantly criticizing people, which another thing why I I, I have to say this, that, you know, he called LeBron James dumb. And again, that people want to say it's about race or he said Maxine Waters was dumb. It's about race. He calls someone dumb every day of the week. I don't think it's a race thing. I think it's a, you're not Donald Trump and I am. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, see, uh, what's the name? Robert Kavanaugh, the, the, the Capitol, the Supreme Court hearings, which again, you know, every time there's a Supreme Court justice, it's actually not every time. That guy Ger- Gersuch, the last one that really didn't seem to have a lot of issues. I don't know. This guy may be extreme. I, I maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't know. I don't know why they let people that are going to protest in the, In the actual. (laughs) The hearings. How are they allowed in there? So many protesters were removed today. But why were they allowed in the first place? If if you don't want them there. I mean. It seems a bit much. That's. Maybe I I just don't get it. Brian you just don't get it. You don't get it. So. We'll see how that goes. That will continue. Um, And then the other big story. Obviously. And that of course is. (laughs) You guessed it. Colin Kaepernick. And Nike. And Nike uh, using Mr. Kaepernick as part of their 30th anniversary campaign of, you know, feel really inspired about yourself to wear clothing. Uh, again, you know. I don't understand from Nike's standpoint why. I guess this is the part where I guess it makes sense. Are you? Is there really going to be any buzz about it if you put Michael Jordan or LeBron James or, I don't know, who else? Kevin Durant or... Steven Strasburg, you know, name any of the biggest names at Nike. I can't even think of them all right now, but that will create no buzz. That will be nothing. Now, outside of that, I don't really understand why they did it because you have some people say, oh, they're going to get huge. huge they're going to get a huge spike in the supporters. Like, when's the last time you really liked what a company did and bought more of it? Uh, I, I'm kind of like in the middle, but like, I'm going to do the same thing I always do with Nike. Wait till I can find a really cheap deal and then buy it. like... I'm not going to, but then the the other side, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to burn it like some psychopaths. I've never understood the idea of burning things, especially for internet purposes. Hey, you were, were those, I remember you had those nice sneakers. What happened to those? You were wearing those last week. Yeah. Those orange ones. Oh, I burned them. Oh, you, you burned them. Why would you burn them? Oh, for the internet, for an internet video. Why? Oh, to show them how much I hate Colin Kaepernick. So you bought the stuff, then burned it. And continued giving them attention by putting it online. Okay, all right, cool. Got it, got it. Makes perfect sense to me. Perfect, perfect, perfect sense. Bank, whatever. I uh, I don't think it's really going to help them. It probably won't hurt them. Like you say, the stock's down, stock's down. Yeah, a lot of the stock's been down. A lot of the stock market was good uh, on the 4th, day, the 5th, not so much. So, I mean... I'm sorry, Colin Kaepernick does not move the needle that much on Wall Street every fucking day. Hate to break it to you. Because eventually, we're going to stop caring about this story. It will be a big deal, especially today as you're listening to this or whatever day you listen to it. But it will be a big deal Thursday, opening night. We will all talk about it. We will all have our hot takes. And I'll have mine. And, you know, eventually, that commercial will go the way the dodo like all big, big commercials do. Like Super Bowl commercials. Just see them a few times and then they're gone. You know... Colin Kaepernick to sacrifice everything. Yeah. I won't deny the man sacrificed his playing career to make a tremendous amount of money. There's no doubt about that. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Sacrificing everything. Man, that's just a really Is is it, maybe I maybe I should be fair here. Is it sacrifice everything? Hold on. Yeah, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. If your entire career is football and that's everything in your life, that, that that's that's bullshit. I'm sorry, I don't believe that. He made an enormous sacrifice. There's no doubt about that. And if you don't think he didn't, then you're you're you 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 need help. You need help, all right. But you know, a lot of people sacrifice a lot of shit, and I hate to be like one of these people burning their ship, you know. The same people that are angry at Kaepernick are military people or law enforcement people who have sacrificed everything. (laughs) You know, people have died. How many people have died playing football? And I know, I know, Kaepernick is bigger than football. I get that. Which, here it comes down to me with this. I don't have an enormous problem with this. Because we're all talking about it. Nike won in this sense. We'll see what the long-term effects of it are. But we'll see. But now Mr. Kaepernick, and this is something that no, no one will ever ask him because he's a hero. I mean, all the, all the, the, he has all the win the day, Twitter town, uh, you know, assholes. Oh boy. They are, this is like Christmas has come early for them because they are all just hugging each other with their, can I be better than the next? How much I love this. Ooh, I want to wrap my arms around this. Ooh. Oh, by the way, can, can I, this is another revisionist history with the rose colored glasses, of the fucking idiots of the world. You know, I know Trump is crazy. And he's, he's different than any other president, but you know, it's, we talk about, I saw John McCain's funeral the other day, which was, I think it lasted like nine days, but you know, you had George Bush, who it's almost like just a few years ago, he was a war criminal who needed to be hung by so many people. He got us into a war, which most likely, you know, if if we're going to believe everything we've read... he forced us into a war that we didn't belong in. And lots of people died. He's a war criminal in that sense. Now, where do you want me to go with that? I mean, sh- should he be tried as a war criminal like a Slobodan Milosevic? I don't know if I go that far. But he was a pariah. He was a monster. He was filth by so many people. And then you see the checkmark army. You know, he was secretly... He was... What was he doing? He was sneaking a piece of candy to Michelle Obama. And I don't know who this ass clown was. Someone tweets, it's like... George Bush sneaking a piece of chocolate to Michelle Obama warms my heart. Will you please shut the fuck up? Like, if that really warms your heart, please go to some sort of, you know, psychiatric facility and check yourself in for a very long time. Go see Chief and Nurse Nurse Ratchet and all of them. It's where you belong. No one actually believes that. (laughs) If you're feeling a little poke from that, please, please do something. Go help an old lady across the street. As one pathetic old man with an app said. Oh, my God. This warms my... I want to... Who is that person? Because I want to know where they work and so so I can boycott them just like In-N-Out and Nike and I will burn... I will buy their newspaper and I will burn it. Because I imagine he works for some newspaper. All right. Uh, Let me just put in warms my heart. That should bring that garbage up. No, that's that's not it. Uh, How about you just put George Bush, Michelle Obama. That's probably better, Brian. George Bush... Michelle Obama. There we go. Okay. Roland A 115,000 retweets. George W. Bush sneaking a piece of candy to Michelle Obama is warming my heart. What awful publication do you, oh, yeah. he's got a check mark and he doesn't have one. All right. Diplomat Acrobat. Oh, he's already a hoot. I love him already. He's hysterical. Um, diplomat acrobat teacher of etiquette so these these are one of these guys that has to put these really quirky funny things in in their bio because then it's like whoa <laughs> this guy gets it he gets what twitter's all about it's fun it's a lot of fun uh spy and musician okay hold on let's start from the beginning here let's let's try to get it, brian get you i thought you were gonna be there to talk about it. you didn't finish your point yet you had 28 minutes diplomat acrobat <laughs> again this guy is something teacher of etiquette Student and swordsman, oh, boy, spy and musician, S- satirist, satirist, satirist. <laughs> well, how do you? What is a person that does satire? Satire, satirist, right? Pessimist. Make a follow. Guy came even speak. Pessimist, surgeon and Calvinist, Spanish economist, clockmaker, pharmacist. Oh boy, this guy. He is. He's and he's got a picture with his dog in the in the. I mean, he is. <laughs> Boy, is he not the biggest asshole you've ever seen in your life? Holy shit. Wow. God. I'm sorry for all the terrible language, but you know what? It, sometimes you just got to let it go. This warms my heart. Such a piece of shit warms your heart. First of all, why would that warm your heart? And why would he be sneaking candy? One of
1: his favorite
0: targets was the seventh- I don't even think he was sneaking candy. Sne- speaking of sneaky well not so sneaky how about that Bill Clinton Huh? what a pervert <laughs> who knew anyways we had the four horsemen there Bill Clinton Al Sharpton Jesse Jackson and Louis Farrakhan front row holy Christ boy oh boy <laughs> who's, who's the cleanest guy there take your pick like seriously think who's the cleanest guy there Jackson maybe Sharp. There's that's that's a real Sophie's choice. Uh, yeah, watch out. So, what was I saying though? But, anyways, before I got into all that, uh, that terrible Twitter ridiculousness, um, here's the thing that, yeah, no one's gonna ask, uh, Colin Kaepernick about. And that's so you decided to take a paycheck for, I presume, millions of dollars from Mr. Phil Knight. I'm reading his book actually right now, Shoe Dog. Um, it's kind of, kind of wanted to get to the point. Uh, it's taken a while. I don't need to know what you had for dinner with your, you know, your ex-girlfriend uh, at your parents' house. It, I don't need several pages of that. to Cornish Game Hen? I mean, get to the point where you became a billionaire because I want to follow your your notes and, uh, you know, do that, right? Anything about podcasts in there? Um, so this is the thing that people never, yeah, giga prank. You know, he's not collecting a check from Nike and people in the past, including Mr. Jordan, Michael Jordan, been criticized about sweatshop labor. Sweatshop labor in whatever country it might be. And he said, yeah, it's a problem. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to visit those places. You know, Typical Jordan lies. I mean, Jordan is Jordan's looks like a pretty big piece of shit guy. Uh, I think he's notorious for that. But now, Mr. And, and I hear, so, and I know what some people say. They say, well, Brian, lots of people collect paychecks from Nike. you know." And by the way, what kind of clothes are you wearing right now? Aren't those made in sweatshops? You're 100% right. We are all guilty of having children, You know, probably eat dirt and make two cents an hour to make our clothes. It doesn't matter what clothes you're wearing or what glass you're drinking out of or whatever it may be. We are all guilty in that sense. But guess what? I don't collect a paycheck from any of those places. I don't talk about how I'm against against global oppression either, like one Mr. Colin Kaepernick. Like even LeBron James, who I talked about, who's, you know, what what controversial thing has LeBron James ever done? But at the same time, you know, he has his causes – And they've been primarily in the black community and they've been in the United States. And Colin Kaepernick started that way too. But you know what? Mr. Kaepernick took it global. Mr. Kaepernick donated millions to underprivileged countries. Now, he has no issue taking millions of dollars from a company that is built on the blood, sweat, and tears of children in Bangladesh. He won't be asked those tough questions because he's a hero. I understand. And, And to be completely fair... You've heard me flip flop more times than more times. than I don't know about Colin Kaepernick and what I think about him. I think he has matured a lot since the beginning. There were definitely some hiccu- hiccups that Cuba was a better place to live. And, you know, he couldn't really express himself again. I still don't understand any media publication he would choose. He'd get the softest landing spot. It's if you were like Rick Pitino on Mike for Ancestor show, which was one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen. That app is going to crash and burn. Oh, by the way, Boy, I cannot get through this Kaepernick story, huh? By the way, I just wanted to say, you know, last week, a lot of people said, Brian, you know, you were really angry about that app. And you know what? I was. And I apologize because I shouldn't have been. I mean, yes, I should be angry at what it has become. And how many, do you see how many times Mike has actually gone live after a big event? Oh, zero. Oh, but get ready. It's, it's coming. Um, But we know who Mike is. Like, none of this should be unexpected. So I feel like I was kind of disingenuous in that part, in the sense that I shouldn't be that shocked at what we've seen. So, But Mr. Kaepernick, he could go on anything, and he could get the softballs landed to him, and you don't hear anything. And no, so the idea that he'll ever be asked any tough questions about sweatshops and whatnot. I mean, children being oppressed across the world. Now, again, we can pick and choose and say, well, if you're about this, then why aren't you about that? Well, if you're about this, and then you shouldn't be about this. Well, if you're going to say that you're for this one, you should be for all of this encompassing everything. And, and you're right. It, it's tough to, uh, you know, change the world if you're one person financially or, or you know, I mean, the, someone's going to find it's like an octopus with a tentacle that goes, goes somewhere. It's attached to something. But Mr. Kaepernick has made global oppression a thing on his agenda. And then you get in bed with this. Hey, it's your world, man. Now, if he had some guts, he'd come out and say something about it, but he won't. I mean, and he won't even be asked questions because he doesn't do interviews. All he does is retweet how great he is with people saying how wonderful he is and then memes that he creates or his people create. That's all he does. I mean, so in that sense, whatever. And you hear us, so many people, we're going to start this parade for the third year, right? It's the third year. Oh, did you see who's starting for the Bengals? Oh, man, that guy stinks. And you're trying to tell me Colin Kaepernick can't get... Colin Kaepernick has sued the NFL. He is not playing on a team this year. He's never going to play again, most likely, okay? So stop. Stop. It's such a boring, uneducated comment when people say that shit. It's so stupid. He is suing the league. Maybe he comes out on top, which, again, it's progressed. You know, he, the, the, the case will be heard the collusion case. So maybe in the end he comes out on top and wins a shit load of money. Maybe he can even donate it to some of the, to, 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 I don't know, to, I don't know how he's going to donate it to kids, uh, who are making your, your Nike, you know, shorts, but do something worthwhile in terms to, you know, child labor, but he's not going to play a team when he has an open lawsuit against the employer. He's not going to play a team. He's not going to play for a team. That's just the way it is. I'm sorry, folks. Use your goddamn head. For God's sakes, use your head. All right, I think that's it. Eh, did pretty good for us. Uh, I wasn't even planning on doing one tonight. I said I don't know anything to tell you about. My wife said, "Get up there and you just you just blabber on about whatever." You'll do it. And I did. I did it. God damn it, I did it. How about Francesca? God Almighty doesn't even know what an app is. www.mikeson.com/app. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. It's going to turn it's, 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 you look at it in a way and it's like, Hey man, you are rich beyond belief. Your ego is out of control. You deserve this. But then there's part of it where you've listened to someone for so long and you just see the old man arrogance and just know, dude, your time has passed and it is the future is not good. Not good at all. But, uh hey, have Rick Pitino... Rick, Rick, you're a great coach. You're a great coach, Rick. You're, you're going to coach again. Rick Pitino is a scumbag of all scumbags, okay? He sounds like he's been smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, too. He sounds like the Crip Keeper. He sounds like Carlos Gambino or something talking on there. Oh, yeah, well, you know, the FBI was against me. Everyone's against me. I was set up. Shut the fuck up. Oh, he is vermin. Absolute vermin. Look up vermin. It's his face with that white suit. Vermin. Anyways... That's a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, you can listen on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. You know those venues I just talked about? Why don't you leave a review? We're at 47 reviews. I know we can get to 50. Let's do this. Yeah! Who was that? That wasn't John Edwards. Who's that guy? Howard Dean, right? Yeah! Something like that. Anyways, I bored you long enough. I want you to enjoy your weekend. Um I'm gonna go see Bill Burr this weekend. I, I thought he still met fans. Because if he does meet fans, he's I'm asking him to come on the Red Ticket Blues podcast. But I don't know if he does anymore because he's kind of big big time. So eh, whatever. Maybe I could just get up in the middle of the crowd and jump up on stage and uh, you know, a red t- wear a red Ticket blues shirt. Uh <laughs> shut up, Red. Anyways, let's leave those reviews. Keep them coming, and uh oh, well, let me actually read one. I think it was a gentleman uh, by the name of uh, WFN Trades who left a review, but he revised it. So I will give him that. I will give him. Uh, oh, that's so nice of you. You'll give him that. But let's let's read that review. Okay, let's see here, because it is a good one. It's it's one of the good ones. All right, let's see, let's see, let's see. <laughs> subject, subject, life, liberty, and RTB. I mean, isn't that what this country was founded on? The principles of this community community. This this country and community. Is that Patrick Henry? What? Or John Locke, right? Right. Karl Marx, one of them. All right. I skipped the birth of my second child, funeral of my grandma, and a corporate meeting to catch up on old RTB episodes. You want your soul saved? You want to be a productive member of society? Subscribe to this podcast. That. Move over, Paul Pierce. That's the truth. That was awful. And I believe you for that. I want everyone to enjoy their weekends. Yankees are playing Seattle. Let's see what happens there. You know, they, they, they win tonight, which let's, let's let's you know, always the uh, pointless look up after the game. You're listening and the game's already over. Always. It's one of, the, one of the cornerstones of the Red Ticket Blues podcast. But we're at 726 right now, so we're about half hour into the game. Let's see what Luis Severino is doing today. Can we turn it around? It is 0-0. Uh, I was it the top of the first? I think they had some stupid celebration for, for I don't know, the the retired numbers in Oakland because the 726 was on the top of the top of the first with two outs. Get to know Luke Voigt. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Let's let's get to know him. I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Just keep hitting home runs. I don't want to get to know you. So, I love all of you. Enjoy your weekends because you know enough. With being said, I'm to, gonna...